to your double dose of espresso for your attitude. A program all about the hashtag attitude shield mindset. This is a new operating script for your heart, mind, and soul. This script will pull the power from words you hear and say to energize you. There's no limit to the energy one can access this way. This script will also train you to respond to situations and not react. Have you ever made a decision that was driven by emotion that later you regretted or could not keep? Attitude Shield trains us how not to fall into that trap and so much more. Understand the following going in. A strong attitude shield cannot be built casually. Each one must be built personally and hardened by action. Then one must be trained to use it both defensively and offensively only after it's been forged in the fires of your heart and soul. It's so personal that once you have it, you'll never lose it. Who's this for? The serial entrepreneur, the dreamer, team builders, and anyone looking to grow from where they are into a person who's mentoring others as they sharpen their business mindset and are driven to succeed. Now your host and Attitude Shield mentor, David Parker. Greetings. Welcome to your next operating script rewriting training, otherwise known as hashtag Attitude Mindset. I am David L. Parker, and I'm honored, humbled that you would listen to what it is I'm trying to share, the gift of knowledge that I give just because I want to, because I want to see other people live a wonderful, vibrant, ultimate target-reaching life and get out of their quiet desperation. I want to talk to you about the timing of change. A few episodes back, we got into talking about change for quite a while. One of the things I didn't talk about at that moment, I want to talk about today. And that is timing. In other words, how long does it take? A lot of people try to act like you can just say, you know what? I'm going to change this. And it happens. And for some people, an amazing, wonderful, extraordinary few, that's exactly true. They wake up one day and they say, I'm not doing this no more. And they don't do it no more. Many times, if not all the time, that ability actually came from work, thought process, planning, some other things behind the scenes earlier on in the decision. Let me use an example of myself. There was a time in my military career that I smoked at least a pack of cigarettes a day and went through a can of snuff a day. I always had some kind of tobacco product in use, if you will, on top of my cigars. Now, it really looked like to my family that one day I made the decision that I was going to stop smoking because one day I did make the decision and that was it. And I haven't had a cigarette in 13 years. A few weeks later, it looked to my family that I had made the decision I wasn't going to chew anymore and I haven't had a dip in 13 years and a lot of people that knew me to include family members said how in the heck did you do that how did you go from one or two packs of cigarettes a day and a can of skull to nothing how what kind of decision did you make i mean i get it you're all about this hashtag attitude shield but you just turned off a 30-year habit like it didn't exist 
And I said, no, I actually didn't just turn it off. It is something I had to think about. It is something that I worked on. It is something that I planned. And it's something that I learned how to do from my mentor in South Dakota. I remember vividly when he would say to me, I'm a non-smoker, with a cigarette in his hand as he smoked. And I'd look at him. And he'd smoke that cigarette and he'd say, I'm a non-smoker. Now, for most of us, we'd be like, what is wrong with you? How, how do you sit there and say you're a non-smoker with a cigarette in your hand? That don't make no bloody sense. Because he was teaching himself what he was. He was working to make sure that he was going to accomplish what it is he wanted to accomplish. He was doing what it took to be ready and make the time of change arrive. Now, wouldn't it be nice if you could just, I don't know, let's say you want to be in better shape. You could just take your body to the gym and drop it off and pick it up when it's ready. We can't do that, obviously. But wouldn't that be nice? Wouldn't it be nice if you could sit there at your desk and you could decide, I was going, I'm going to make this change today. And by the end of the day, it was changed. Well, if that was possible, if that was even probable, there would be a whole industry of people gifting you knowledge that wouldn't need to exist. Because everything takes time. Everything takes thinking, effort, and working towards the timing of the change. For 10 years, 10 years now, I have spoken out loud over and over again some things that I'd like to see different in my life. I picture them in my mind all the time differently. I see them as if they're already where I want them to be all the time. And now I'm just working on the timing of the change. And guess what? You can influence how long it takes. You can't influence exactly when it starts or exactly when the change is going to happen. But I promise you, if you don't get working on it, if you don't start spending effort on it, the time of that change will never arrive. I don't expect you to change right now. I don't expect you to maybe be driving in your car, listening to this, and by the time you get to work, decide that you're going to change something, and by lunch it be changed. I don't expect that. How could you expect that? There's no way to expect that kind of change. The only things that we can change like that are things that we decide, like you can quit your job. That's a change you can make instantaneously. You can quit a relationship. That's a change you can do instantly. There are changes that can happen in your life instantly, but they're more driven and connected to things that aren't personal. Now, I don't say your job isn't a personal thing for you. What I'm saying is it's not just you. Like if you smoke cigarettes, you can't just look at the cigarette company and say, I quit. Okay, maybe you can. I couldn't. It took time. It took thinking. Remember how we talked about thinking? Thinking, right? Thinking hard inspires new knowledge, right? How about thinka? I know, it's not a word, but it is for me. Thinking hard inspires new action. 
from the knowledge, if you will. Think a. There's no K on it. It's just think a. 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 T H I N A. Maybe that should be said thinna. I don't know. Remember, we pull power out of words, and sometimes we can get more power out of words that we just sort of make up. Isn't an acronym made up from a word? So why can't a word be made up from the acronym? Of course it can. That's why I want to sit here today and talk to you about the timing of change, because sometimes it's going to take a long time. I know, how redundant. Who writes this guy's stuff? I don't know. The person ought to be fired. But it's the truth. If you want to paint your house, can you just say out loud, my house is painted and it happens? If you want to lose weight, can you drop 25 pounds in a day? No. You cannot. Not healthy anyway. And it'll come right back if you figure out how to do that. And if you did do it, you're probably dehydrated and not in good health. So, how do we deal with the timing of change? How do we deal with it? The first law is we have to recognize it. Recognizing it means we actively, mentally, and physically understand that things are going to take time. You didn't get to where you are right now on every topic of your life, which, by the way, we're going to talk about topics of our life very soon. And when I mean topics of our life, I mean whatever things you break your life down into. Now, a lot of people break their life down into some real simple stuff, where they live, what they drive, who they're with, and what they do, right? Who, what, when, where, and how, right? What, what, is, what of that do you have right now that changed instantly? Did you buy a house? Well, what did that take? Didn't you have to do some work? Didn't you have to earn the right amount of money? Didn't you have to ensure that you are driving in the right direction? Didn't you have to make sure that you have the credit? Didn't you have to make sure you had the income? Then didn't you have to figure out which house you want to live in? Followed by the getting of the real estate agent and touring the house and yada, 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 all the way down to the closing of the house. So that wasn't instantaneous. Buying a car. Most of us can do that in a day. Do we want to? Should we? How do we handle it? It still is semi-instantaneous. You can buy a car in a day, maybe a couple, depending on your situation. How about the person you're with, your significant other, any relationship that you're in? How long did that take to develop? Well, obviously, every minute before you met them was leading up to something. Again, not instantaneously. How about the job? Did you wake up one day and say, I am job? No. You had to become the right age. You had to get the right education. You had to get the right situation. You had to get the right experience. And then, of course, put in the application. And however you got the job is how you had to do it. And maybe you had to go to one, two, three, four interviews. Again, nothing instantaneous. So why are we so obsessed with instant Gratification. In a world where nothing good ever can happen in an instant, prove me wrong. Send me an email, David at attitudeshield.com. Send me an email that says, David, you're wrong. This is instantaneous goodness. I'll send you a hashtag attitude t shirt. Instant 
instantaneous gratification. Instant gratification is a weakness. It's an addiction. We don't like our spouse, we get a divorce. Takes 30 days. We don't like our job, we quit our job. We don't have enough money, we get a credit card. You can go on your internet right now, this very second, can't you? And apply for a credit card. Now, I didn't say you get one. I said you can apply for one. Instantaneously, can't you? Like this very second. Most people nowadays have sex with the person they're meeting. Sometimes before they know their last name. I'm not here to judge you on that. I'm just saying. Today's instant gratification. We have movies on demand. We can go to Netflix, we can go to Amazon, Hulu, 10,000 other ways and watch whatever we want to watch right now. We can get online and get some new insurance. We can make a medical appointment with the doctor. All these things that make life so simple, so easy, so instantaneous, just cover us up with noise and keep us from understanding that that's some superficial crap. Some things that you probably don't need. Making life a lot more noisier. Timing. Look at all that stuff. Let's talk about credit card. Okay, I'm not Dave Ramsey. I'm not a financial advisor. But I can tell you that I've learned enough the hard way that credit cards are great to have for an emergency and not great to have to use every day because you're always paying too much for it. But you whip out that card and you can buy whatever you want, right? As long as you have the credit limit. Oh, look, that's instant gratification. We want something now, we get it now. Why are we so addicted to instant gratification? Because nothing else gives it to us. Nothing. So we get wrapped up in the desire to have it now. You know, I have another business that I do where I'm working diligently after many years of working in the restaurant industry, owning restaurants, to help advise restaurant owners. I've been working on the video courses and putting the course together now for over a year. What's instantaneous about that? What's instantaneous about the knowledge that I'm sharing with you today? Absolutely nothing. I couldn't share David 1.0 with you because I was a child. You wouldn't want David 2.0 because I was not a good human being. I was not trustworthy. I had a tendency to embellish. Okay, let's not be nice. I was a liar face. David 3.0 started to figure it out, maybe. David 4.0, a little bit better, had some success couldn't keep it. David 5.0, things really started to change. 6.0, you know why I keep going up and up and up? Because I believe that I'm on David 20.1. 20 upgrades of my operating script, and I'm working on the next one. I'm one-tenth of the way to David 21.0. Why not? Windows went from whatever it did all the way to Windows 10. Look how much time it took to get it there. Timing. Listen, I'm sharing this with you because I have one desire. to If I can stop you in any way, shape, or form, give you just some nugget, some little piece of something 
that can stop you going through some of the crap I went through, can help you avoid some of the pain I went through that was self-inflicted. That's right. I did it to myself. Completely did it to myself. I can't blame anybody else for how I act. I can only blame me for how I react, if I do, or how I respond when I do. I can't point my finger at my children's mother and say, you made me do, no, bull crap, that's a lie, that's a bunch of bullshit, that's a victim mindset, and it's not allowed in the hashtag attitude shield world. My timing was terrible. I didn't have any timing. I was a spinning tornado through people's lives, bouncing off of other tornadoes. Oh, you better believe it. You better believe that from 17, 18 years old till I was in my 30s, that any relationship that I had back then, we were equal in energies. We were both going a million miles an hour in directions and sort of bouncing off of each other because that's the kind of human I was, and you attract what you are. It took a long time to change. It took a long time for the pain, for the cuts to my own soul, for the jabs in my own eye, for the things in my life to beat the dog tar out of me to get me to upgrade that operating script. So I don't hold any grudges I don't have any regrets, a.k.a. regrets. I couldn't be whom I am today if I wouldn't have gone through all that garbage. Now, I wish, if you will, that I could take some of the stuff that I put other people through away from them. But I can't, which is why I always share that superpower that we all have. If somebody does something to you, including me, If I do something to you, somebody in your life does something to you that hurts you, annoys you, makes you feel betrayed, just causes you problems in any way, shape, or form, remember what I said. Get mad. Get pissed. Yell out loud. Do whatever it is you need to do. Stomp, scream, break things. I wouldn't break too many things. Right? Go to the gym. Beat up on a heavy bag. Go lift weights for four hours. Whatever it is that you do to get rid of that initial and secondary pain. Once you do that, give up the right to get mad at that person ever again. Give it up. I remember back a million and a half years ago, I was in a relationship and her and I were experts. I'm talking top skilled, top notch, holy crap, how'd you guys get so good at it? Burying the hatchet and leaving the handle sticking out. And on a whim, either one of us would pull that handle out and beat the snot out of the other one on something that we had already supposedly let go. That was weakness. That was self-shallowness. That was forcing me to stay in the garbage. That was not allowing myself to grow. That was obviously starting over the timing of getting over this situation over and over again. 
So remember, there's a timing to change. There's a time of your life, a period of time, that's going to suck. It's going to absolutely suck. Get through it. Get over it. Remember, you're a survivor of everything you've been through so far, or you're a victim of everything you've gone so far. And we're going to talk about survivors and victims on our next training session, between now and then. Remember, timing of change. It takes time. Stop giving yourself three seconds to be better. Start by giving yourself five seconds and keep increasing until you get there. Between now and the next time I talk to you, keep that attitude shield shined up. Keep it firm on your arm. Keep your eyes on the target. Keep going forward and bash all the naysayers in the forehead with your attitude shield because you are going to live your ultimate target. Talk to you soon. You've been listening to Veterans Rant, Rattle, and Roll. Thank you so much for listening. We hope you enjoyed the show, and we really hope you got something out of it. Most veterans feel disconnected after they serve, whether that's one year or 30 years. And we want to use this podcast to build a network of vets to help each other stop 22. Stop 22. We'll be back soon. But in the meantime, find us on Facebook at Veterans Rant, Rattle, and Roll. And the website, VeteransRantRattleAndRoll.com. 22 vets kill themselves every day. With your help, we're working to stop 22. This is Veterans Rant, Rattle, and Roll. Signing off. Signing off.